Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I've got my monorail amigos joining me here today. Let's start, ladies first. Steffers, I don't know what to call you. Are you a cousin of the monorail? Are you an aunt? Aunt Steffers! <laughs> I um, I was going to say, after you were like cousin, and then you went aunt, and I was like, I'm in my auntie era. Auntie era? Now we'll I don't know well, how you're, I pronounce that word. You're the auntie Steffers. Yes, we're going to say I'm the aunt, aunt, however anyone pronounces it, of the monorail. <laughs> Perfect. Hello. Good morning. Good or morning. Or afternoon. Or evening. Whatever time it is for and, you. And good night. Um, mm. Steffers <laughs> didn't sleep last night, so that one. Absolutely not. Um, I partook in some adult beverages, and then I just never slept. So we're going we're going 24 plus hours. That is hardcore. Being alive. That's how we do it on hardcore the monorail. Hardcore for the monorail. Yeah, that's right. I think you were just we celebrating. You were you were pre you were pre-gaming monorail and I appreciate that. I always always yeah. got to think of the monorail. <laughs> well, you know, we've got another friend we've got to welcome in and I'm pretty sure that he pre-games pretty much every activity of his life and that is of course Landon, the Dawes Dawn Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Uh, actually, Landon's not here. I am a disgraced football analyst, uh, Connor Stallions. <laughs> well, then you've resigned. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed Jay. Yes. We're back, baby. Jay's dead. Does Does Disney is back. <laughs> we, I literally really passed did, away. He really did. <laughs> just kind of fall over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow We're that choked me up <laughs> that choked me up guys <laughs> halloween is over there are, we do not need any more happy haunts like we're good zoe's always getting it on the games too oh wow i don't know what happened like literally my voice came to a stop just like the epcot monorail when it blew out a tire last week and screeched Ooh. to a halt Man, what would have what would it have been like to be on that particular monorail? I think it would have been for, at first terrifying, yeah, mm -hmm. because the way the way I heard it described was there was a flash and an explosion sound, and then the monorail just stopped. And I think I would be thinking, "This thing's on fire, isn't it? It's on fire. We're gonna have to jump from the monorail." <laughs> um, and 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 honestly, knowing your luck, you'd be like. Yep, it's only appropriate that I die trapped inside of a monorail. Me, Justin Monorail, yeah. going down in flames in my own namesake. I know. But luckily, it, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, the people had to get, I think it was like almost 80 people had to get evacuated off the monorail. I think they brought in the fire trucks and got everybody off. But that would be really yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got they got a good story to tell after the fact. But in that moment, yes, that would be uh, kind of terrifying. 
the blood pressure would definitely be uh, elevated, I'd imagine. Yeah, your Apple Watch would be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Our sensors tell us that you were on a monorail that just blew a tire. Are you still alive? <laughs> Do you need emergency assistance? Um, For some reason, when you said that, I, and I know it has nothing to do with the uh, Apple Watch, I pictured Clippy from uh, from uh, Microsoft Word asking you that. <laughs> Can we bring uh, back Clippy? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Number one, I don't have Microsoft Office on this computer, which is tragic, really, because Google... Uh, drive is the new wave of the future mm-hmm. but i really want the virtual assistant like mm-hmm. what happened to clippy justice for clippy hashtag justice for clippy let's get it started i think chat gpt assassinated clippy no, oh, no. okay we'll integrate clippy with chat gpt i don't know you could do that oh yeah wait you can bring back the cute little paperclip man Girl, do we it, do we want it, an even more sentient Clippy? Do we need no, to introduce artificial no. intelligence to Clippy? In in the wise words of the Dillos, no, because nostalgia. Well, and I mean, like like Clippy was already on top of his stuff. I'm pretty sure this is how Skynet starts. No, no, this is where we're all headed, ladies and gentlemen. Honestly, probably. <laughs> Wow, who would have thought in the opening of this week's mon- uh, Monday morning monorail, I killed Justin Monorail, and then we say that Terminator starts by introducing uh, AI to Clippy from Microsoft Word. Yeah. We're off to a hot start. I love it. Always. I think one, of the, back, things, one of the things that we always fear is the corporations merging and becoming stronger than the government and just taking over. And it's that, already happening. You know, that's going to lead us to our first article of the week. What a <laughs> That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear it, one of the big news items of the week in the theme park world, it wasn't right here in the epicenter in Central Florida, but it impacted all of North America. And that is, of course, the merging of Cedar Fair and Six Flags now merging to create a playtime powerhouse, according to NPR.org. Cedar Fair is- I, I, I want to point out you're getting this article from NPR. Like, this is an actual reputable news site. Right. Like, normally normally we get our, our news stories from, like, mickeysmagicshoes.blogspot.com. <laughs> this is NP-freaking-R here. Well, the funny thing is I specifically picked a rep- reputable news source for this article just to, like, raise up our legit- legitimacy oh, just, there we just go. a little bit. Yeah. Just a, just <laughs> just a skosh. Just oh, yeah. Even well, the same word. I it was funny because we were discussing the the articles for the show today, and you know we have listeners from all over. And I Carowinds, my local park, mm-hmm. is part of Cedar Fair. Yeah. So I was like, let's throw it in. Let's just discuss with the whole class. So oh, sure. I've mm, I've been to Six Flags Magic Mountain. That's the one in California, I think, mm-hmm. and that's the only Six Flags I've been to. She's park. I'm not sure what's going to happen now. I hope we don't lose Snoopy. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So the article says the combined company worth more than $3.5 billion will boast 27 amusement parks, 15 water parks, and nine resort properties in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And it will have entertainment partnerships and a portfolio of of IP, including Looney Tunes, DC, and Peanuts. So, I mean, I don't think that... should keep it. Yeah, I don't think that there's any uh, threat of losing those partnerships. Um 
Landon, I know growing up in East Tennessee, as as I did, you've probably attended Six Flags over Georgia. Is that a true? Oh, several times, yeah. Whether it be the family taking me and Tyler down there, I'm pretty sure families went down there mm-hmm. several times or like youth groups at church would be like, all right, well, you know, we're, we're, we're taking, we're taking a bus down to, down to six flags for, for the weekend or the day. Yeah. I, I've lost count how many times I've been to six flags in Georgia, but I, it, it's one of those amusement parks that the older I got and the more I attended, at least back in the day, as the kids would say, um, it seemed like it was being taken care of less and less. Mm, yeah. It, 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 at least compared to parks like Disney, parks like Universal. Hell, even locally, Steffers name checked her local park. I'll, like, like even even less than Dollywood here locally for me. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I I think the care that that those owners put into those parks far and away lapped what Six Flags was doing with their parks. Yeah, at least in my opinion. Well, and I don't know that you're wrong. I mean, there may be some other regional Six Flags parks that people would possibly say are taken care of better than the ones that we got to go to. But but I will throw in I will throw in I got to go to as I was growing up over the years, I got to go to Kings Island, which was a Cedar Fair Park. Mm -hmm. And and I've been to to um, Cedar Point, um, kind of the flagship Cedar Fair Park in Sandusky, Ohio. And those parks to me. Well, specifically Cedar Point, their whole, um, I guess, identity was roller coasters and trying yeah, to that, have. Yeah, like, like, like that, that's the quote unquote roller coaster capital of the world, right? Yes. They, they wanted to have the record breakers, the biggest, the fastest, the most, you know, technologically advanced. I love that park. It is such a different experience. For those of you who are huge fans of Disney and Universal, there's such a big difference going to a Cedar Fair or a Six Flags Park because you know, I mean, these are great amusement parks. Well, you call them amusement parks because there's a big difference between an amusement park and a theme park. They're not they're not themed. Sure, they do have some themed areas and and they 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 do their best to um, immerse you in some sort of a theme as you kind of move through the park, but it's always like you know there's no there's no suspension of oh I'm I'm in Germany now that I'm in this portion of the park or you know or I'm in the old west although I guess Knott's Berry Farm I think is included as one of the the parks owned by Cedar Fair um, and so Knott's Berry Farm I think has a nice old west section that's that's pretty immersive but. Um, I don't know. It's a whole different experience. I've always compared it to going to a much safer and glorified uh, state fair when you go to like a Six Flags park. I mean, it's it's that's that's okay. diminishing yep. it. That's diminishing it a little bit, but it's not that far off. You're there for the rides, not for the whole. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. you're, you're there for mm-hmm. the rides. You're yeah. not trying to visit on it and Elsa. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Maybe and, Snoopy. Yeah, and 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 there there are some good rides. I mean, uh, the Six Flags in Georgia. There's a really dope wooden roller coaster. Or at least there was back in the day. That, yeah. Uh, that I, I was a big fan of growing up. Uh, it, it had the novelty of it can go backwards, it can go forwards, it goes fast, fast, fast. The twin racer. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be one side went forward, one side went backward. I don't know if it still does that because I know they changed it up, but it used to and. And that was a fun, unique wooden roller coaster. Um, and I'll say, I'm not, 
okay, I, I feel like I need to um, hedge what I'm saying here a little bit by saying I think the rides are great. I just think you mm-hmm. go to those parks for a so different. It's it's a much different experience, and you go for a much different reason than you go to a Disney or a Universal, where you're trying to be immersed in the stories and experiences and characters. So, but I think what's happening, um, you know, attendance patterns have changed. The world has changed post pandemic. And I think that Six Flags and Cedar Fair are just doing what they can to stay alive here. And who knows? My my hope is that, you know, I know there's going to be some cost savings here with this alliance, with this merger. There's going to be a whole new, you know, they're going to have re, re, whole new resources to access. And what I hope is that it actually raises the game of all of those mm-hmm. parks and they get better quality. And maybe they have more reason uh, for you to go visit a park that maybe you wouldn't have in the past. So that's that's my hope. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I do think it's interesting looking at this uh, NPR article. Uh, Cedar Fair is going to be the majority shareholder, uh, holding fifty one point two percent of the combined company, with uh, Six Flags uh, shareholders getting about they say about forty eight point eight percent. So um, uh, it looks like Cedar Fair is going to be sitting at the proverbial head of the table when it comes to the business meetings going forward in this merger. Steffers, what was I unfair in how I characterized the Cedar Fair or Six Flags parks, in your opinion? Mm, growing up going to Universal and Disney, I feel I mean, I just feel like that's the most not accurate, but like I feel like that's not too far left field. Okay. I. Like, I don't think to, like, I don't go to Carowinds looking for an immersive experience. Right. Like, I'm literally there, ride some roller coasters, and dip. Maybe get and on if that. if I wanted to go to a water park. <laughs> Maybe get on that cool steel coaster that had a crack in its beam last year if you want an extra I've been on thrill. it. Fury 365? <laughs> yeah. Quality coaster. It's a very quality coaster. <laughs> Good thing I went on it before the crack. Hesitant, yeah, but yeah, I know it's fixed. Yeah. So, they, they it's a really it. good coaster. I, but, like, nothing... I don't want to say nothing makes sense there because overarching you it's, you know, peanuts and Snoopy and all that. But mm-hmm. like, it's not very prevalent. It's kind of here's Intimidator about NASCAR and here's this about a uh, snake. What's the snake called? Whatever the snake is called. Like it's <laughs> nothing's like cohesive. Yeah. You just you just go. It just wait. Hold on. Like is a, there re- is, is there really a NASCAR themed roller coaster named the Intimidator after Dale Earnhardt Sr. Yeah. Yeah. It's really? a really good one. Yeah. Okay. It's a really All fun right. roller coaster. I rarely say this on the Monday morning monorail. I learned something today. Yeah. Listen, you learn a lot. Whether you comprehend it is a different story. <laughs> or retain. That's another thing. <laughs> retain. Yeah. Retain. That's a whole nother thing, too. I wanted to say this to sort of level set what we're talking about. In terms of the comparison of Cedar, a part, a amusement company like Cedar Fair compared to Walt Disney or Disney theme parks. Last year, Cedar Fair reported an attendance of 12.4 million guests in the third quarter and Six Flags uh, a 16 percent rise in its third quarter att- attendance, which totaled 9.3 million guests. Um, so that's third quarter. And that's all of the Cedar Fair and all of the Six Flags parks. For last year, as a comparison, there were 17 million guests that went to the Magic Kingdom alone in 2022. So 
and I know we're talking about different time frames. If you want to cut that, you know, cut it into a, a quarter, I guess third quarter, maybe attendance would be a little bit lower. But, you know, you're still talking what it's one park out of how many? <laughs> yeah, you're talking four, four yeah. and a half, five million, you know, guests um, in one park. So that sort of gives you the so obviously Disney's got more money to invest. They have more people coming and, and that sort of thing. But anyway, the, the point stands I. I always look at these things and hope that all it means is a better experience for guests. That's one thousand percent. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how this merge yeah. benefits both. Yeah, me too. Though, though I am curious. It uh, this article does name check uh, Baloney Tunes, DC Comics, and Peanuts IPs, and how in some instances in these parks those IPs are heavily ingrained into those experiences. I am curious. It seems like as of now, those IPs are going to be staying put where they are. But as we know, when it comes to IPs, eventually they're going to have to renegotiate contracts. And particularly with Warner Brother, um, they can be, let's just say, uh, making questionable decisions when it comes to negotiating stuff at the table. Mm. I am curious what would happen if Warner Brother walked away and they did lose the IPs to the Looney Tunes to DC comics to Snoopy and the peanuts like Steffers talked about earlier, because I mean, like, I mean, I, at least in Atlanta there, there was a big ass Batman influence in roller coasters and in lands. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not as, you know, immersive. It's like, Oh, you're in Gotham now. But I mean, like, like Batman definitely has a big bat footprint in that theme. Park. <laughs> big bat footprint. That's true. Um, and I would agree. I mean, there used to be, I don't think they still have it, but there used to be a really cool Batman stunt show at Six Flags, Georgia. Um, oh, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, they they pulled out the Batmobile and everything. I mean, there, like I said, there's really cool things there. It's just a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And different doesn't necessarily mean bad. No, so. no, it doesn't. And I feel bad because I feel like I denigrated the parks <laughs> and now people are going to come at me. But Dear look. Justin Monorail, why do you hate Six Flags? Yeah. But this is a come on. We're a we're a Central Florida theme park focused uh, podcast, so I'm a little biased. Yeah, his last name is Monorail. He, he isn't called Justin Six Flags. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking oh, an speaking of the Central Florida parks, I want to be the first to welcome all of you to the Christmas season, because a- according to Walt Disney World, Christmas. Has arrived. And as we're recording this on Sunday, November the 5th, the last Halloween Horror Nights event, it took place on Saturday the 4th. So even Universal is now moving on, although their holiday celebration is still a couple weeks out. But Disney is already decked out in its finest holiday decor. The Christmas tree is up in main in the town square in the magic kingdom the wreaths are up down main street they're playing holiday music down main street i mean it is amazing and i know we, we probably say this every year when we go through this transition but just the snap of the fingers they end the not so scary party if you if you don't get out of there quick enough you might be crushed by a giant christmas tree that's going up <laughs> <laughs> right right in the middle of town square so um you know, that that's something to look forward to if you are coming to the parks in the next couple of months that, you know, I think the theming in Magic Kingdom is always beautiful. But I got to say, I think over the time of being a local and, and appreciating it a little bit more, I kind of like the decor that they put up in Hollywood Studios just a little bit better. 
Yeah, the the Christmas decorations in Hollywood studios are underrated. I'll I'll agree with you on that. But I mean, I don't know. It's like walking under under the the railway station in the Magic Kingdom, coming out and looking down Main Street, USA. But then you have that big giant Christmas tree just right there in front of you, and seeing all the all the wreaths up and the lot like. Just talking about it, the hair on my arm is standing up. There's something magical about that. Yeah, it's it just 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 makes makes me happy, you know. And, and I mean, like like talking, you know, Disney's ringing in the uh, Christmas season. Uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party starts this week. It starts <laughs> on uh, Thursday, November the 9th. So uh, be sure and look forward to updates of me telling you what parties have sold out because apparently that's all I've been reduced to in the podcasting. <laughs> oh, <that>, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give the people what they want, man. That's I know true. my place. That's Fine. true. It, but, but back to your point, it's like Hollywood studio dressed up for Christmas is just, oh, there's something magical about it. Yeah, I love those retro decoration steffers where do you land on the which park looks the best for the holidays islands of adventure i mean i'm looking oh. forward to seeing that this year I, well you know and, and going through uh seuss landing who's landing seuss landing and <laughs> and getting that experience again yeah it is great i agree yeah um in terms of disney parks i would have i would have to agree with hollywood studios I don't think, yeah, I think Hollywood Studios just has enough that you can appreciate in its entirety. Like, I know other, you know, like Magic Kingdom has like different sections and stuff, and then you get Jingle Cruise and you get blah. Mm -hmm. I just like Hollywood Studios as an overarching thing for sure. Yeah. Well, I also want to give a shout out to Animal Kingdom. I love the decorations they put up at Animal Kingdom and they break out those. mini marionette puppets of the animals mm-hmm. those are really cool yeah and there's nothing mini about some of those the polar bears are as big as like a full-size polar bear and they're operated by two people yep mm-hmm. i mean those I love are a polar bear yeah the marionettes are great the, and i i agree with you i i like what they do at animal kingdom what i what i tend to appreciate i think the even more about hollywood studios is i think that at animal kingdom and magic kingdom they limit the holiday decorations to the main thoroughfare and then you don't really see it anywhere else but hollywood studios it expands out you know to even even the um, municipurg is getting a holiday makeover yes. Yeah, uh, Frozone is quote unquote uh, redecorating that area. Yeah. yeah, and 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 we and we have that sign that says "Seasons Greeting from uh, Municipurg." I think that's really cool. Yeah, and I can't remember last year. You know, we one thing we got to put on the radar: Life Days coming up. So, did they actually? True. Did they actually put some decorations in Galaxy's Edge last year for Life Day, or was it just a thing where they had merch? It may have just I been a think merch. It, I think it was just a merchandise thing. Yeah. Like, like, don't quote me on that, even though I'm being recorded on a podcast. So you're definitely recording me saying that. But but I think it was just a merchandise opportunity, which, I mean, Disney is a business. So Disney going to Disney at the end of the day. But I, I like like talking talking to your point about how in Hollywood Studios, it expands everywhere. It's like I would I would love to see some Life Day decorations up in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying have, you know, Kylo Ren walk around dressed as Santa Claus. Actually, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That would be That would be great. Uh, He could walk around with a red and green lightsaber. Um, uh, The stormtroopers could be wrapped. So iconic. That would be great. Stormtroopers would be be wrapped like candy canes. It would be great. Yes. Disney, are you listening? 
Oh my I mean, god! I mean, last week apparently people stole Flogar from us, uh, according to people uh, in in the Monorail fam chat. So, uh, so Disney, feel free to steal this great idea from this guy right here. So we need to follow up on that because is that something that just popped up in the last week? We need to check. It was Lexi that called this out to us. And if seriously, just in the last week, something new popped up called Flogar, I'm going to be contacting my representatives. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what the heck? You, you, I mean, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be the first time that one of your ideas I know. come to life uh, by others. I know. I was going to say, you, you took my trash can uh, tablecloths from me, and now you're taking Flogar? What are you going to take next? Why don't you call yourself Justin Monorail? Oh, wait. Someone did that on Twitter. So, anyway. Yeah, they, they, dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> just go ahead and pivot to Justin Six Flags. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Cedar, Cedar Flag. Justin Cedar Six Flags coming at you. <laughs> um yeah well i can't wait to, i you know in the article actually we have an article up from wdwinfo.com and i was looking um and they say and i was about to say these exact words that they can't wait to see the santa hat on gertie over at echo oh, lake I know. and I know. you know it's just great they play the the classic christmas music they've got the classic it's so good it, i feel like the decorations at hollywood studios make you feel cozy that'd be the best way i could describe it and I'm looking forward to that's seeing good, it. That, that's a good uh, way to describe it, I think, for sure. Yeah. Cozy. We love cozy. the cozy. We love the cozy. For sure. That's what the holidays are. Speaking all about. of cozy, mm-hmm. this isn't, this honestly kind of cozy. It's kind of not. But I did mention the Jingle Cruise. You did. Which, which I actually have, I was able to do it finally because I go before or after it starts, or I just don't do it because, well, don't don't uh, I'm gonna get a lot of hate, but I I don't really care for the jungle cruise. Oh, All right, you uh, said Jake it. Kicker, <laughs> you uh, said it. Out of the chat. Oh I, like, no, Evers like is few... no longer an auntie. She is excommunicated. Um, <laughs> I like it's not some. If there's like a super long wait. Like I won't do it, but I do like the jingle cruise. For, mm. Like I like the overlay of the ride. Um, and I did that at uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party last year, and it was a fun time. It is. So, holidays. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, and this is one, this is one of those things that you can do during the regular park hours uh, from now mm-hmm. in, until um, post Christmas mm-hmm. Day. They will be doing the Jingle Cruise uh, in place of the Jungle Cruise, and it's it is lovely. We actually had a monorail a family member um, Nate in in the Monday Morning Monorail Fam on Facebook got to go day one on the Jingle Cruise and and said it was a wonderful time. So if if you're not familiar, if you haven't had a chance to do it. They decorate the the dock. the The whole queue for the the Jingle Cruise is beautiful. You've got garland, you've got ornaments. There's Christmas trees in there made out of odds and ends that the Jungle Cruise skippers have found. And then when you go on the ride, there's some special decorations, and they change the the story and the and the jokes are Christmas themed. So it's really fun. Absolutely, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Yeah, if uh, if uh, you're a fan of Christmas, if you have a heart unlike Steffers and enjoy the Jungle. Highly recommend you checking out the Jingle Cruise. Uh, this is a must-do, in my opinion, if you are down during the Christmas season at the Magic Kingdom. So, so dang cool. Yeah. And and, and, and I love the fact that Disney continues to do this. I, I kind of wish that they would do this more with some of their other attractions, but I don't know how they would do that. I have a suggestion that just popped in my mind because I think you could do it very easily. Why not do steal it? You're going to steal yep. it? Oh, someone's going to steal it. it. Yeah, someone else. (laughs) I think you ought to do a holiday overlay for the TTA. 
Like, why not? Ooh. You could make it, you could, you could play Christmas music. You could light it up to where there's Christmas lights at night. You could have, you know, and, and maybe even put a few things in the displays that you get to see as you go through like Space Mountain and through the building that has the uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin and all that. Just put some Christmas stuff in there for us to see. I think that would be, that's a, that's an easy thing to do. Why not? Uh huh. I mean, all it would really do is involve recording a new voiceover and putting together a soundtrack. And then, like you said, put some items in display and put some red and green lights up. Yeah. Imagine hearing jingle bells while you're just like going through the TTA. That'd be so much fun. That would be really Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. It's already a great ride. I will give a shout out to a couple things they are doing that I love. And one of them is this is the only time of year I would even consider riding the Tomorrowland Speedway because they actually do decorate the Tomorrowland Speedway for the holidays. So at night it looks great. And then the other the other thing that they've only been doing for the last few years, but it, it, it may be one of the best things that they've ever done for the holiday is decorating living with the land. Yes. Living with the land with the Christmas lights up is so incredible it's great it is so awesome i mean again going back to what you said about the people mover already a great attraction living with the land already a great attraction but with the christmas decorations just puts it over the top like uh, mm. again the hair on my arm is standing up (laughs) and i'm like like i got an epcot day on saturday this week so i am super excited to uh to uh experience that by the way i will not be here to record next week so go ahead and mark tape it (laughs) Well, then you're not getting paid, just so you know. Damn it, again? <laughs> just like every other week. Yeah, Steffers, exactly. when I started to say that this was my favorite thing they've done in the last few years, you you hesitated. Was there something you were going to throw out? Oh, no, I just didn't know what you were going to say. And then I think my thing is specific to the party. So okay. I was like, is he going to say that? And then I was like, nope, he went a different direction. And I'm, I agree, the living with the land is great. I just didn't know if you were going to say Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot they uh, do that at the party. Trippy. Uh, really. Trippy is the only word I'm going to use for that experience. <laughs> Love Space Mountain. Holy overstimulation for me. Yeah. What did they like? Like pipe in uh, Mariah Carey during this time? Oh, of year? honey. No, no, <laughs> it's not Mariah well, Carey, should. but it's also red and green lights. Yeah. Like it's like a whole experience. Yeah, it's great. Like those who love you know the holidays great i just wasn't ready it's a christmas rave <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just uh, whoo it's a time for sure Ooh, are they gonna do that for tron maybe i i why not they better Ooh. they better Ooh. do christmas lights on tron come Question on mark. come on i love that idea i love i love the million dollar ideas here and they're just squandering it hey Another thing to throw out as a brand new thing they're doing in Epcot is the Guardians of the Galaxy um, holiday song that they did last year. Oh, are, 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 are they, they bringing, bringing that back? back? I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing oh. it out. I, I don't know. They did it last. I don't know why they wouldn't. Not confirmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, come on, Disney. Get yeah. it together. Yeah. But anyway, I think we're just saying we love all the changes and things they do in the parks for the holidays do more of it. It makes us happy. It makes us feel cozy. It makes Landon's hair on his arm stand up and he gets all the goose pimples. So do it. And and there's a lot of hair to stand up. (laughs) He's a woolly man. He -hmm. celebrates life day every year because that's a requirement. If you have this percentage of body hair. (laughs) 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 I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm not. Hey, and I've got Chewy, my life day Chewy, right here beside me. So we're ready. 
We are ready for the holidays. Yeah. To be jolly. Sorry. (laughs) There wouldn't be an episode without uh, Stafford singing. So there you go. Yeah. Listen here, Mr. Dawes. Check off the bingo card. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, speaking. Bring him back. Bingo 2024. (laughs) Speaking of something new in Epcot. We've got an. Ex- I wish I had a sound drop for this. We've got an exciting <laughs> Epcot floor update. <laughs> I picked this article from blogmickey.com just specifically because Disney theme park nerds are the only people in the world who need an article written about the floor at an amusement park. I mean, accurate. It, <laughs> like, these are the kinds of updates we need. Um, but I did want to give a shout out because uh, apparently the first time that this particular pattern in World Celebration was teased, it was on Imagineer Zach Ridley. Bap, bap, bap. On this podcast and previous podcasts, we referred to him as Zach Ridley diddly do. Yep. Please that, proceed. That's right. It was on his Instagram account back June 29th, 2022, uh, that we got a teaser about what this was going to look like. But now... A recent shift in the construction walls at Walcott has revealed a new segment of world celebration flooring. And on a podcast, it's hard to describe this because it's a visual image. We're looking at some sort of a grate that is surrounding the trees that they are planting. And uh, it looks cool. That's the story. It's giving futuristic is what it's giving. It's giving... Uh, honestly, the only thing I can think of to compare this to is like DNA, like the, yeah, the, it kind of does look like, you yeah. know, hexagonal, whatever y- y'all can go to this blog, Mickey article and look at the, uh, look at the floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, just go to this article and look at the floor. It's interesting <laughs> because the, here's, here's something that I thought was it jumped out to me about it. It is a metal work floor. It's metal panels and they are, Wait, it is? yeah. And they're around the trees, which makes me think the reason they're doing this is so that they can easily pop those panels up and switch out, out trees yeah. or switch out, you know, yeah. like so many different times of the so year. So smart. You know, they can switch out the vegetation or whatever they've got there. Maybe they pop in some topiaries for Flogar. Hashtag monorail said it first. Um, <laughs> and uh, Oh, my God. That's going to have to be a trending hashtag every single week. We're going to have to just do like a, a weekly roundup of <laughs> hashtag monorail said it first. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some merchandise going for that? Honestly, I, I think we should. That's really smart. That doesn't look like it doesn't look like it's uh, metal. I mean, that that one thing there looks like no, metal. it really doesn't. You're talking about the whole thing, yeah, right? Not just the whole that thing. little circly doodad. No, the whole thing is metal. So. That does not. That's cool. Here's what Ridley specifically said about the design. Ridley, diddly, diddly, do. Thank you. Progress continues across the expanse of world celebration. Future home to amazing gardens and spaces that will come alive throughout the seasons with our international festival program at Epcot. Seeing details go in and the hard work of your team behind all this is truly one of those cool moments that stick with you. We've started installation of our custom metalwork that will form a gracefully curved pathway from Dreamer's Point to the center of world celebration. You may have seen these early examples of our thematic metalwork elements with the new Epcot utility covers. Eagle Eye fans can likely spot more than one of these throughout the new park neighborhoods. And they do. They look like weathered metal. Um, Wild. They're pretty cool. But again, like if they didn't point out they were metal, they they it's blend right in. It's because of the in. color. Yeah, it's it, because it, of the color. It looks like That's stonework. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Landon, as a metalhead, I thought you would have spot- spotted this a mile away and be like, metal floors. Epcot. Well, well I, if, if, I, if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of slipping in my old age. 
you know, bad. Like bad even the zoomed in, <laughs> even the zoomed in version, like it doesn't. It's not. I don't want to say it looks like rust because it's not, but like the the kind of texture on it, you, yeah. Like it looks aged. It looks it's aged. So cool. Yeah, the, and and that's I guess they did that as a design choice, but it look yeah, it does look really cool. Good job, Disney team, and Zach Ridley diddly do. There you go. For your achievements. Always proud of floors. of the, yeah. the progress. You got the floors. Good job. <laughs> Floor update. Got the floors yeah. in. Anyway. And this yeah, will bring. Is this going to become a, 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 a reoccurring <laughs> segment? Floor updates? <laughs> it could be. Floor Maybe. watch 2023. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Well, this is perfect timing because, as you know, anytime Disney releases a foodie guide on their Disney Parks blog, that jumps right on to the list of articles that we're going to be talking about on the monorail because we all love a foodie guide. Yeah. I like food. We got two of them this week, actually. Um, One of them specifically for the very Merry Christmas party, but then the other was a foodie guide to the Disney World gingerbread house displays that you can observe. a thing? Has that always been a thing? A foodie guide for the gingerbread house stuff? I don't think I've seen a foodie guide before. Gingerbreads okay, have been around. I was like, yeah. I've never heard of that, but like, it, I, you know, cool. I, yeah. I mean, the the gingerbread houses themselves, I yeah. mean, have, has been a thing for yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple decades at this point. But I do think here recently, Disney has put more of an emphasis on like limited time snacks and treats that you can get for the quote-unquote, full-blown experience of going yeah. to see these works of gingerbread art. That's true. And I appreciate think, it. I think Disney mm-hmm, just knows yeah. I love a foodie guide. They do it for me. It's a, it's a little... They do it for you, yeah. specifically. Uh, <laughs> Throwing a little it's bone. It's across the resorts. Yeah. Okay, this foodie yes. guide is across the resorts. I was confused. I was like, why are you giving me a guide for, like, the one little thing? I got it. Yeah. Cool. Lots of There's gingerbread. There's a guide. Yeah. Check it out. It's cookies and yummies. It's cookies and yummies. Um, and there's a lot of yummy treats. I mean, going back to the party. So I will say, you know, we we talked a lot about the Jollywood Nights party at Hollywood Studios and how amazing the lineup of, of snacks and treats and savory snacks that you can get um, is going to and cocktails is going to be at Jollywood Nights. I mean, Disney Disney brings a, a nice uh, array of options for the very merry party as well. I think when I think about the very merry party, there's always maybe like one or two things that I'm like, okay, I'm marking this. I'm going to go try this thing, but then I'm going to just go to all the stations and get the free hot chocolate and the free cookies and mm-hmm. load up on all that stuff. And I'm not so much worried about like trying all these, all these different things. That well, be, I'm going to be honest, yeah. going through this foodie guide, there's some new introductions this year that uh, I'm already making. That, that, that might become actual notes uh, that me and the smoking Nut girlfriend are going to try and, uh, well, try out during I, our very Merry Christmas party night. There's literally, uh, I saw this, my mouth dropped, and you can't see it because it's an audio-only podcast, but this holiday turkey burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A holiday I love, turkey. I love, cran- like my favorite, okay, my second favorite part of Thanksgiving is the cranberry sauce. Maybe unpopular wow. opinion. I don't Second care. Phase. First is stuffing. So just don't at me. It's oh, fine. let's don't not judge get into stuffing and dressing stuffers. You're opening up a whole <laughs> can of worms. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this just looks really good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there's this is a really hefty list. Yeah. 
but they I what I enjoy about Disney and their um different parties and festivals and stuff is they always try to incorporate like something new that's still on on the brand mm-hmm. on the nose. Not that Universal doesn't do that, but like this this just hits, man. It does. Oh, this looks so good. I'm so hungry now. Oh, <laughs> this is like, good. Like, Steffer's appetite is coming back. That's good. I I know we're not going to go through this item by item, or at least I don't think we are. But can we talk about the thing that's leading off this list? It anti gravity's galactic goodies, the reindeer chow sundae. Mm. It looks awesome and it sounds awesome. Chocolate serve, pretzels, cereal, M and M chocolates, and hot fudge. Yeah. And I that, want me a good hey, time. By the way. That is available at the party and during regular park hours. Exactly. Unlike a lot of those things that sounded great when we were talking about the foodie guide for Jollywood Nights, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to pay $200 to come to the party so you can have this really good-looking, gertie cookie. No, this is available during regular park hours, which I love that Disney's doing that. I have a question, and I don't know if you guys will have the answer. So milkshakes... Um, yes, they bring all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I was going to say it. Thank you. That. Thank you, Auntie Steffers. <laughs> uh, so obviously they don't serve these milkshakes in the like in the glasses like it's the plastic or paper or whatever it's going to be. Mm. Have Has anyone gotten a milkshake from these part like the parties? I have. I have. In, the, in the group. Are they like go- good? Are they like kind of instant made kind of tasty? Like is it worth the dairy intake i'm gonna say no um, okay because the one that i got it was from anti-gravities and they had it was like a gingerbread shake if i'm remembering right it was it was something like that at a very merry party a couple years ago and i took a sip of it and it was just uh, I, I couldn't fin- i couldn't finish it Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, with something like a party, it's different when you're like sitting at a restaurant and you order a milkshake and they bring you like a whole thing like at a place with the car. Sci-fi. Oh. I was thinking sci-fi. I was trying to keep it on brand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but something like at a party where you're like walking up to a window, like I don't know if they like pre-make it and they have it lined up or they pull it out of a cool, like I just didn't know what the vibe was. So I just wanted no, to they, know. They, they do make it at the time. I, it, I don't okay. think there are any pre-mix. I mean, they make it at the time, but I just the for me the flavors were not great. But that you know that may have been that specific one. Yeah, and and I'm trying to remember if it was if it was that very merry or not so scary. I, I at one of the parties, I, let's put it this way: I'm getting old. I don't remember things. At one of the parties, I got a shake from Annie. Getting Gravity's. old. I'm getting old, and uh, I can't remember. But I just remember not liking it and feeling like, well, that was a waste of calories. So. That's, FYI. That's fair. There are six things. I just control F'd this article. There are six things that are also available during park hours. Oh. So uh, it's worth going through this foodie guide for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a lot of get. new items as well. Mm-hmm. Tons a of lot new of items. new items. Yeah. And that you, you kind of wonder maybe if there's been feedback from the guests over the last few years that they needed to up the game a little bit. And, and I am happy to see that there's a lot of savory options. That's something that I'm always looking for that, you know, Steffers, you called out that holiday turkey burger. I was looking at the holiday pot roast melt. Thank you. Yes, I was looking at that thing, too. That looks incredible. Yeah, Slow cooked beef on thick toast with cheddar and provolone cheese and beef gravy. And that's a party only. Landon, you said I miss. What'd you miss? Go ahead. 
I was just going to say that looking for another guide. Okay. I was going to say Landon um, said he was taking some notes. So I wanted to know if there was anything specifically aside from what we already mentioned that you're like, oh, we're going to have to make a special trip and get this thing during the party. Well, uh, you already mentioned the uh, pot roast sandwich. There is another pot roast item that I'm very intrigued at trying out. We're going to head over to Fire's Nook, the Italian beef tots. Tots mm. covered in slow-cooked beef, cheese curds, uh, zesty... Jardinieria. <laughs> Thank you. And pot roast gravy that is also available only during the party. Um... Your boy loves some tots. Your boy also loves some pot roast. So uh, I would uh, also love some cheese curds as well. Obviously not very healthy for said boy, but uh, would love to try that. Honestly, the entire offering from Friars Nooks uh, looks really good. Uh, Peppermint snowman, which is some sort of chocolate brownie with a uh, cookies and cream peppermint mousse on it. Uh, uh, Another shake. Uh, It's it's a coconut. I'm not a big fan of coconut, but if you are, maybe check that out uh, with with a twist of cinnamon on it. And then the uh, holiday holiday ham fried pie, a flaky pastry filled with baked ham, candied sweet potatoes, and spiced pecans served with a pineapple glaze. That's an interesting choice there on the pineapple glaze, but that could be pretty good. Yeah, sounds sounds good. I will say (laughs) something that um, will uh, me and Justin will probably talk about next week. Um, There's no foodie guide yet for Festival of the Holidays. Oh, I knew we were missing a guide, oh. and I was like, "That sound." I was like, "There's something that I'm missing." I just looked it up. Huh. That it still says they came out with one for Disneyland. They have not come out with one for Disney World, which I'm wow. sure will literally happen as this episode drops, yeah. and this will be old news. <laughs> and then we but- just look like fools. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, I love Festival of the Holidays, so I was curious um, mm-hmm. if that was going to be a thing. I'm sure. Well, week, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get it soon. I'm sure that. Yeah, yeah. That that will that will be coming eventually. But then the question becomes: They have this foodie guide for a very merry Christmas party, but then, like, if you had to choose, mm-hmm. not rides included, if we're just looking at food, very merry Christmas party offerings or festival of the holidays. Just, just saying. I, just, I mean, if we're answering that question right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'd go – maybe it's just the newness, but I'd go very merry because I want to try several of these mm-hmm. things. Um, and I, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if the Festival of the Holidays is going to bring some new exciting things this year too. I, I do I love – yeah, I hope it does. And I love the cookie stroll that they do every year for Festival of the Holidays. That's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'd hate That's to miss really out cool. on that if I could only have one, but yeah. I'm just – Oh, Jay, shut your mouth. Sleepy Hollow, the holiday waffle Sunday made red velvet waffle topped with M&M's peppermint ice cream and hot fudge. Yeah. God damn it. dog. Oh man. Oh man. Yep. What a time. The holidays are a great time of year in Orlando, Central Florida area. It's true. To get diabetes. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, does diabetes affect you if you're just eating treats at Disney World? We we know calories don't count. I mean, that is true. Uh, well, that is true. I, I guess maybe we I will say, say those on, be, who I'm, have I'm being, diabetes probably. Yeah, probably. I'm being told by our legal team we are not allowed to say that. So. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you, legal team. Where were you on the Flogar? Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Really dropped the ball on that one, didn't you? Yeah. Ooh, a hot cocoa churro. Landon's just taking notes, y'all. Hot cocoa churro. Churro rolled in hot cocoa powder topped with marshmallows and peppermint candy pieces. That is one of those treats that's available during regular park hours. Yeah, and that's setting me up for disappointment. I just usually don't like churros. We're aware. We're aware. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're aware to our wrong opinions. Anyway, moving on up. Well, so if you can't make it in the parks, you can still experience a lot of holiday festivities mm-hmm. around the resort. And as Stafford, Steffers mentioned, and we've referred to the uh, the 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 gingerbread foodie guide is a great resource to take a look at and let you know where you can see some of the edible decorations that they put in the resorts. Of course, the big centerpiece is always over at, at the Grand Floridian with the giant life-size gingerbread house that they build right there in the lobby. And I should mention, you can buy gingerbread shingles and literally, I mean, they're not going to take it off the house, but they're made exactly the same as the one they uses on they uses on the house. Um, <laughs> so you can eat those as you go. Um, but don't miss out on the other resorts because the Yacht Club has got um, a lighthouse. And then if you go over to the boardwalk, they've got a carousel that you can look at, or that's, that's the beach club at the carousel. Um, boardwalk has animals. The boardwalk has animals. Interesting. Right? Yeah, they animal do. Animal kingdom lodge. No animal kingdom lodge. They what is happening? Label it. This article is just not, it's all over the place. Aligned. We, yeah. we love you blog, but you're throwing us off. Um, yeah. kind of a, I was like, uh, that doesn't make sense. By the way, that carousel over at a beach club yeah. actually moves. How cool is that? That is very Does cool. Does it actually? Yep. That is so cool. Uh-huh. I love that. And they named the, the horses, too, or whatever they're called. Okay, so at the boardwalk, you're going to be able to see a miniature version of some of your favorite boardwalk locations set up made out of edible treats. And that includes the new Boardwalk Deli that hasn't opened yet. That replaced the ESPN Club. Um, yes. So Yacht that's Club the is the lighthouse. Yeah. The carousels at Beach Club. Okay, we've all we're aligned we're, now. We're, we're there. Aligned. We made it. <laughs> we did it. Twenty two oh, hidden Mickey's on that uh, carousel that actually moved, and the gingerbread offering is inspired by Ducktales. With the horses themed after Donald Duck and his nephews. That's very cool. Aww. Do I need to I drop that, in a woo? Well, I was I was going to suggest it, but I think all of our listeners did it themselves, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gingerbread ducktails. I hope you wooed in your heart. Um, oh, I did. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot, and it's already out there for you to see. So. You know, again, if you're coming down to to Walt Disney World in the next couple of months, go check it out. Don't actually try to break off a piece of gingerbread from the displays. You you can Mm. buy it. You can buy them from other locations. Mm. Um, I think this all gets kicked off this week on the 8th. So uh, so um, uh, just give yourself a little bit of time. If you're in town Monday, Tuesday, uh, you know. Know when the race starts, so to speak. And I do think it's cool. Want to note over at the uh, Contemporary on the fourth floor, they have a Mary Blair inspired 100th celebration themed castle display, which which I mean, oh, wow. like obviously got to get on on the 100th year celebration. But also the fact that they're giving, you know, some love to Mary Blair. I think that's super cool. 
Very cool. Yeah. You got to you got to shout out to Mary Blair at any opportunity, particularly in, in, in the contemporary. Yeah. And, and while we're on the topic of shout outs, I've got one shout out that I would like to share before we wrap up the Disney news. And that is going to be a shout out over to a couple of Disney legends from the left coast. And this is kind of a sad article, but I, I just wanted to share. I know we normally stay on the on the Walt Disney World in Orlando, but hopping over to Disneyland. This article comes from the Orange County Register. Voices of Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure replaced after decades of service. Disneyland Park announcer Bill Rogers and Disney California Adventure Park announcer Camille Dixon will no longer be recording new park announcements. The familiar voices have welcomed visitors to Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure for decades, and they will soon be changing as the husband and wife team behind the daily park announcements are departing after their contracts were not extended. Um, Yeah. Rogers has been the voice of Disneyland for the last 32 years, while Dixon has been the voice of Disney's California Adventure for 11 years. Disneyland made the decision to move forward with the new voices for park announcements at Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure as contract renewals approach for voice talent. Uh, And it just says Disneyland is thankful and grateful to Rogers and Dixon for sharing their voice talents with guests throughout the years. And I want to say, first of all, shout out to them. Also, so cool Mm -hmm. that this is like a married couple that was doing this. Um, yeah, that is really cool at the two at the two parks and um, really sad that Disney's moving on from them. And I just wanted to say when when you are a guest that comes to the parks year after year, something you may not notice if you only come once every four or five years. But those voices, you, you that's part of your experience. The voices that you get, especially the morning announcements, the evening announcements, the announcements th- throughout the day. You associate your experience with hearing those voices. And so I know a lot of people are going to miss um, both Dixon and um, uh, Bill Bill Rogers, sorry, um, over at Disneyland. And, you know, just shout out to them for their for their service. I know they got a lot of joy from it and um, really sad that that they aren't going to continue there and just know, you know, a lot of people associate you know, your voices with uh, the magic that they experienced in the parks and you're going to be missed. So thanks Mm -hmm. for everything you did. Looking at some of the quotes from this article, uh, Rogers was speaking with the Orange County uh, or excuse me, Orange County Register in uh, 2016. Quote, I think I've said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, about 90,000 times. And that was in 2016. And then uh, in a chat with uh, Mice Chat, Rogers said, quote, and this is is somebody who who broadcasts and talks for a living this 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 really hits home quote i learned early on that park announcers are speaking to everyone but also just to one person yeah. and and kind of kind of going to what you were saying jay it's like these these voices that make these announcements they really do have an impact that you really don't take into account you almost kind of take them for granted just because they're there they're part of the background but at the same time it's like they're they're letting you know what's going on in the park they're keeping you up to date they're letting you know where you need to go if you want to you know get ready for for uh, a parade or something like that or fireworks are going to be starting and you know yeah. get, get ready stuff like that so uh thank you for a uh, years of service and it is cool that uh this is a married couple and it's a uh, kind of a bummer that you know they're no longer going to be a part of the disney family going yeah. Sad. Like you said, I think people take it as part of the atmosphere of the park. And it's one of those things you probably don't notice until it changes. 
And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, something's a little off here. So unsung heroes, unsung heroes for sure. But uh, congratulations to them on successful park service. And I hope that they go on to bigger and better things. So we, we've got some universal tidbits here. I know that we've gone long in the news segment, which I said I wasn't going to do, but we did. So we're going <laughs> to, but we're going <laughs> to, we're going to try to hit a couple things. And of course we call this segment across the universal with Steffers as we step, me. step along the pathway of I-4 into the universal Orlando parks. Just a couple things. Like I, like I mentioned, Halloween Horror Nights wrapped up yesterday, November 4th, uh, two days ago, as of the release of this podcast. Um, I, I want to shake. I don't, I don't think we've said it on the, on the show, but Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls at Islands of, Islands of Adventure has been closed, but it will be reopening on November 18th. So it's coming back in a couple of weeks. Just in time for the winter exactly right yeah because that's <laughs> what that i want to do guys. in, in november yeah. and december is hop on a log flume well the- i'm going to volcano bay in december so <laughs> what <laughs> going for it i'm going right for it y'all people are on drugs the good news about dudley no. do rights ripsaw falls is that you don't really get very wet on that ride <laughs> what yeah not at all <laughs> what <laughs> i don't believe it I've never been more wet than the last time I rode Dudley Do-Right. So. Correct. But not as wet as you get on Popeye's. I have never ridden Popeye because I feel like I legitimately need to be in a bathing suit if I'm going to do it. Yeah. You you just plan a water day yeah. at Islands and then you leave and you come back. Yeah. I, I'm going to do that at some point, but I just haven't done it. And it was the only reason I did Dudley Do-Right when I did. It was the end of a day. The line was down to like 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I'm leaving anyway, so I'm going to go do it. I still was upset about how wet I got. <laughs> <laughs> to no one's surprise. Absolutely no one's surprise. It's yeah. fine. It's a great ride. It's fun. It is fun. But I love water rides. So yeah. I do, too. I, I like them. I just don't like my feet being wet. That's the oh, big that's thing. the worst feeling when you're walking around in the park and your socks are dry. You're just <laughs> miserable. Yeah, that's why I do sandals just for the water days. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. You, you got to pick and choose, though, because you don't want to be walking around the parks in sandals. That'll tear your feet. Correct. Up. Correct. You have mm-hmm. to, like, plan your day that way. Yeah. You can't just. Mm-mm. However, if you want to go Crocs, uh, Crocs with no socks, you'll be okay. Yeah, but then you're Correct. being seen in public with Crocs. So, you know, there's <laughs> My that. Crocs are great. I have a Gimli charm on my Croc. Well, there you go. Crocs. Okay, that's pretty cool. I know. I'm cool sometimes. Mm. I agree. Sometimes. Um, oh, okay. Moving on to Harry Potter stuff. I Ooh. got this one. Okay. Uh, the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle is ex- on extended closure for future show enhancements. I feel like every year they, they like stop this for some sort of extended period. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't said anything about a reopening time frame. So we'll keep you posted whenever that is announced. The biggest news, and if you love Harry or Universal as much as I do, then this is like a big deal. The Hogwarts Express got a little little update. If you don't know, uh, Hermione's voice wasn't the best on the Hogwarts Express, but they have now updated her voice so she sounds closer to Emma Watson's voice, um, and you can hear it now. Um, and there is videos online, so I highly recommend checking those out because it, it really is a big difference or a big enough difference for me where I'm like, wow, okay, cool. They They listened. Wow. So it's the theme it, parks really I've, doing their work. I've ridden the Hogwarts Express, I, I'm going to say a handful of times. Let's say five times. 
Um, I don't think that I've ever even really paid that much attention to the voices. Unbelievable. And so, mm-hmm. so right there with you. I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't <laughs> have known, I wouldn't have known to complain about the Hermione voice. And now it's going to be like, oh, I did maybe, but like I said, maybe I just took it for granted as background. And now it's going to stand out to me that it's different. And I'll be like, oh, correct. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're gonna be like, "Hey, Ron, look out! We <laughs> need to get out of here." Be like, "Oh my God, there is a noticeable difference. It sounds just like her. <laughs> just sounds closer. Closer. It's fine. Closer. It makes to our it, it makes our hearts happy. Okay. Yeah. Just let us let us have this one. Emma Watson. I've heard that she lives like just over on the the East Coast. Here, she's got a house in like Palm Coast, Florida. Why doesn't she just come on over and do a recording herself? I'm sure they'll toss her a I'm couple. I'm not little... actually sure why they didn't get her to record. I feel yeah, like there's money. some money is why stuff. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, that too. It's but I mean, fine. didn't didn't, uh, didn't M- NBC? Uh, Universal get like eight, eight and a half billion dollars from Disney to buy out their part of Hulu. They could they could use some of that money. Right. There you go. Bingo, bingo. (laughs) Business. Look at me. I'm landing business. He's Justin Six Flags. Cedar Six Flags. Justin Cedar Six Flags. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, But no, that's it. It's so interesting because I guess Steffers, there were enough guests that complained about it that. Universal was like, we just have to change. Pass holders are very vocal. And I think a lot of the team members are also vocal. Like, I think it's just been, it's time. It's time. It's it's been a long time coming in the wise, wise words of uh, Miss Taylor Allison Swift. Anyway, (sighs) sorry. (laughs) I had to throw throw in a T Wow. (laughs) I had to do a whole T Swift reference. It's, you know, just part of who I am, you know? That's actually Uh, Jay's middle name, too, Justin Allison Kritzinger. Little known mm. fact. Well, my last name's Little Monorail, but Cedar Fair, mm-hmm. Cedar Six Flags. Justin <laughs> Allison, Cedar <laughs> Six Flags. <laughs> uh, the last piece of universal news. Yep. It, it's our favorite time of year next year. Well, it's our favorite time of year now, but they've also talked about our favorite time of year for next year. Universal's Mardi Gras. It will be running from February 3rd through April 7th, yeah. 2024. Yeah. Tell us why this is your favorite time of year, Justin. <clears throat> Bloody Marys. Shocker. But also, I love the parade. I I actually love everything about. I love the food. I love the concert. Like I love everything about the Universal Mardi Gras celebration. It's so good. And I love the merch. I it's it's just it's so much fun. It really is. Um it's it's one of my favorite things to do in the park at Universal. If we're talking about during daylight hours, I love I love the the universal Mardi Gras celebration. I so I've never done. I want to say I wanted to, or I was set up to do like the Eat to the Beat concert at um, Epcot. Mm-hmm. I have done the concerts at Universal for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. I am very interested in people who have done both, like the experience. Because the spacing, like there's seating at Epcot, there, mm. it's just like kind of like a uh, turf at Universal. Like I, I'm kind of curious how people compare the two in terms of concert experiences. Um, so if anyone's done both, I've done both. Just holla. Okay. Well, Justin, what about the other people in the world? Okay. Well then, you can tell me though. You all answer what do you like? on my behalf. No, no, no. I want. What is your take, though? I think there's pros and cons from from both sides. I think if you want to see one of the more popular acts at Eat to the Beat, 
you have to plan that out. It's much better if you do a dining package so you don't have to wait in the long standby line and actually get in and get a seat because there is a lower capacity at the American Garden Theater compared to the stage that they use for the concerts at Universal. Um, for example, last year, I got to see Patti LaBelle as part of the lineup for the uh, Mardi Gras Universal Celebration. And we just walked up. The concert had just started and we got to just kind of walk up. Now we were we were sort of we had to like work our way to where we got middle and a little bit closer. Um, but it was standing. It's not as comfortable, but it was it was fun. I had a good time. And I mean, I think for what you're getting, because usually like eat to the beat concerts are what, 30 minutes or something like that. So it's a similar thing if you go see a concert um, at Universal like this. So standing for that period of time is not that bad. But it's it's less comfortable because you are standing and you're packed in like sardines. But I don't know. Like, I, th- I think, like I said, I think you just have to like everything at Disney. If you're going to do it, you have to plan it at Universal. It can be a little more spur of the moment if you don't really care how close you get. So that's what I would say. Right. Yeah, I think that's a solid comparison. I would say something similar, even though I haven't like I've walked by um, the to the beat area and I just, like I've never committed to the bit, but mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, you can. Yeah, of course, you could do that if you're walking through. You can stand in the back, but you almost can't see the stage from like unless you get really close um, and they they have it taped off to where you can't block the walking areas and stuff like that. But um, at Disney. But yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what we did for Sugar Ray. Like we didn't we didn't plan to go see Sugar Ray. We were just walking by. We're like, oh, my gosh, Sugar Ray's playing. Let's stop and watch. We didn't have a great view, but. You know, we could sort of see the stage and we got to hear every morning and that was fine. I think that's how most people here recently find themselves seeing Sugar Ray perform. They're just walking by. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that Sugar Ray? We have to. (laughs) Sugar Ray's playing at the Starbucks. What's happening? Yeah. It's like, good God, Mark McGrath. What are you doing? Ah, just the next thing you know, you're just you're just watching a show. I'll tell you this. uh, Soccer moms love some Sugar Ray. No, I bet they do. They love it. I bet. Yeah. You probably saw all sorts of mom butt there at that sugar ratio. Oh, yeah. They were shaking it. (laughs) Anyway, back to Mardi Gras. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, same, same. (laughs) You go to Mardi Gras, you're going to see people shaking it. Oh. Yeah, but 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 you do see people shaking it at the Mardi Gras, particularly in the parade and people performing in the parade as well, now that I think about it. And people on the sides. And by the way, I was this is exactly what I was gonna say. As a guest who has watched the Mardi Gras parade several times, one of my favorite things is I think the performers in the parade love it when when you dance with them and they'll come over and like stop with you Mm -hmm. and dance to the music and I get into it, man. I I am Mm -hmm. I am jiving during that concert or during that parade. I have a great time catching beads, shaking my booty. It's great. I have a good no, time. No, though I will say it's like if uh, if you're on the front line catching, watch your eyes because I uh, I came uh, precariously close to uh, being one eye landing uh, <laughs> during during my experience at the Mardi Gras parade. But like the Mardi Gras parade is just so dang fun, and I mean like going back to what you said, the food yeah. is oh, incredible. So good that they offer during yeah. uh, during Mardi Gras. It is so good. Yeah. And if you are a pass holder at Universal, you get that special advantage of if you buy a lanyard, then you get a certain amount of a discount. And so it's it's nice because, like, say, I don't quote me on this, but if it, if the lanyard is 
a hundred bucks, then you get like 125 to spend or something. It's not that much, mm-hmm. but, but you do get like a bonus. That's not something you get at Disney. You can buy a gift card. You're not going to get any bonus money or items. SeaWorld does this too for their events where if you're a pass holder, you can buy a lanyard and you get extra punches um, for being a pass holder. So it's a cool perk and definitely take advantage of it. If you're like me and you can't stop getting those bloody Marys, you can get your money's worth because you can get alcohol with it. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like, a gift yeah, card. me and the uh, smoking yeah. hot girlfriend definitely uh, used that to our advantage when we were down during Mardi Gras last yeah, year. It's good stuff. Highly recommend it. And, and Hi. kind of, kind of like everything else. You can experience the Mardi Gras parade during regular park hours yeah. at Universal. This isn't an after-hour ticketed event like Very Merry or Not So Scary across yeah. the street at Disney. So, I mean, this this is something that's With, included. There is a caveat if you are the very lowest, uh, I want to say one or two tier uh, um, annual passes. Blocked. Mardi Gras concerts are not included. Gotcha. Well, I'm, I, I was talking about the parade and, yeah. and, and, and the stuff contained in the park and stuff like that. I'm just that's true. But but yes, make yes. the caveat. A, Thank you for clarifying. It's a fair, it's a fair call out, Steffers. I try. All right. And yeah. that was across the universal with Steffers. And Thank that wraps it up. Thank you, Steffers. Very good. With that being said, I think it's time to take a little break. And when we come back, we will play a little game that I did not name anything fun. It's just Pick your half day at Magic Kingdom. We got responses from the Monorail fam out there in the social media. We're going to read them, and we're going to give our responses. Stick around. Welcome back to the monorail. It is Justin, Steffers, and Landon bringing you back to the final segment here on the monorail. And usually in the last segment of the show, we like to reach out to the Monday morning monorail family and interact with you directly. And that's what we're doing this week. But before we get to your responses to the question, we have to play the game ourselves. Steffers, Landon, I gave you an extra week to do your homework, but now it's time to turn it in to... The TA. I guess I'm the TA. <laughs> I thought you were Are the you now? No, I'm just the TA. I can't declare well, I myself. I was the T- I thought I was the TA. That's awkward. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, so, Landon? Well, first, first or let, Landon's first? Well, first, let's throw the question back out. Oh, yeah. I know that. And then we will. And then I'm the TA. I'll tell you who goes first. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> The, I, I, I like how y'all are arguing who's the teacher, who's the TA, but we all know I'm the one that's asleep in the back of the classroom. That's just understood. That's a fact. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just here for a C. That's 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 all. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week I asked the question, if you had a half day in the Magic Kingdom, specifically a morning, rope drop to lunch, how would you spend it? What would you ride? What do you eat and drink and where do you shop? The Magic Kingdom is your oyster. For about four, four and a half hours. So, Steffers, with that being in mind, I thought this was interesting okay. because I think a lot of people tend to prefer Magic Kingdom at night, which is sort of why I phrased it this way. And also, it's the park with the most attractions. 
So how do you get the bang for your buck? What do you do? Steffers, take it away. Well, to get the most bang for your buck, you do an after hours party, but that wasn't part of the question. So I am going to actually stay on topic. Um, So I typically do the same thing each time we have a Magic Kingdom day. So this was relatively easy. The timing, probably a little off. Rope drop, Big Thunder Mountain, because my fave. Okay. And then after Big Thunder, stop for a Nutella waffle at Sleepy Hollow. Mm, Then hit up Haunted Mansion, because Haunted Mansion. Um, then head to Tomorrowland. Wow. Space Mountain, People Mover, Space Ranger Spin, if there's time. If there's no time, you throw out Space Ranger Spin. And then since this is now reopen, and end the afternoon with the, a ride around, along the railroood. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Are you, Are you? I guess you're getting, would you try to get on the train in Fantasyland? Or where are you getting on the train? Listen, listen train what wherever i have time okay yes. train there was no there was no like specific all right like, i'm just train. asking all right okay you think you could get six attractions in in four and a half hours absolutely i've done it okay all right she says with authority it depend, like. I, yes it will depend on time of year and blah 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 blah. but yes yeah. and that is without lightning lane or genie plus okay all right uh well that was gonna Mike be dropped. my secret i was just gonna it, Lightning Lane and Genie Plus everything. <laughs> Do it all. Do it all in four and a half hours. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's great. Like so interesting. You you always if you're if you're going to Magic Kingdom if you're going to rope drop it's always Big Thunder. That's your strategy. Typically, yes. Yeah. Um, sometimes Big Thunder isn't open, so I dilly dally a little bit. I linger, mm-hmm. kind of vibe, taking the sights. Um, but yeah, rope drop Big Thunder is usually my go to. Okay. Great. I mean, more power to you if you can get all that in. I I love it. Um, I think it's ambitious, but I wish you luck, Steffers. And I hope that I hope that someday you get to reenact this and it'll go beautifully. Thank you. I will reenact it maybe in a few weeks. Okay. There you go. I think that's you have to test the plan and see if you can do it. Yeah, and I was going to say you got to put yourself <laughs> on a uh, on a timer too, see if you can pull it off in uh, four four and a half hours. Yeah. For I science. Can. No one has confidence in stuffers right now, and I'm going to need the hype people in in the listening world. Okay. No, no, okay. I, be- they'll, they'll I believe you, you. I I want you to put yourself on a clock so you can then put it yeah. in Shove Justin it in Six face. Flags' face and 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 tell him to 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 suck it again. It's Justin, Alice, and Cedar Six Flags. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Landon, oh it's your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, um, I am going to walk right down Main Street, USA, and I'm going to hang a left. Mm-hmm. I am going to Jungle Cruise or Jingle Cruise, depending on what time of year that I am going. Because kind of like what Steffers was talking about, part of the reason that she uh, is kind of not into this attraction is sometimes there is a line that just makes it prohibitive to get on mm-hmm. that attraction. So if I'm rope dropping anything And if I'm going left, when I enter the Magic Kingdom, that is going to be the attraction that I'm getting on first. After I get off Jungle Cruise slash Jingle Cruise, I'm in the area, so I'm going to hit up some Pirates of the Caribbean Mm -hmm. or Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it. At that point, I'm going to circle back a little bit. I'm going to get me a Dole Whip. What a way to start the day with a nice, tasty treat of a Dole Whip. (laughs) As I'm finishing my Dole Whip, I'm then going to walk to Big Thunder Mountain, get me some thrill rides, 
on Big Thunder Mountain. Go say hi to my friend, the animatronic possum that hangs out on the bunny hops. Because because if uh, you listen to Does Does Disney, you know that is my favorite thing on that attraction. After Big Thunder, I'm in the vicinity, so I'm going to walk a little bit further down. I'm going to go ride the Haunted Mansion. Ride the Haunted Mansion. Jay, how am I doing on time? I mean, I think you're probably getting close, but it just depends on lines. I, I mean, Steffer said she could do like 10 attractions in four hours. So <laughs> she could do the entire park in four hours. <laughs> she, she could do that and Animal Kingdom in five attractions, y'all. <laughs> five attractions and a waffle and a train. That's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Five attractions, a waffle, and a train. I don't think that that is far left field. All right. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. Okay. So if you're saying I'm close on time, mm-hmm. that means I either have one attraction or a meal. That's what you're telling me, right? I think so. Yes. Okay. This is going to be something that I've yet to do, but by this time next week, I will have done. For lunch, I'm going to head back to Adventureland, and I'm going to go to Skipper's Canteen. Because I hear it's really good food, and I can close out my half day in the Magic Kingdom with a congaloosh. There you go. Good call. That's a lot. Is how Dawes does the Magic Kingdom. Me? I'm spending half my time in that Pirates line after doing all the other things that he did before that. I'm just saying. Anyway. (laughs) Early in the morning, I can knock it out. It's fine. Okay, yeah, sure. Miss, I did Uh everything on Walt Disney World property in four hours. (laughs) Good night. Good night, sir. Including the aqua car in Disney Springs. You're stinky. Good night. (laughs) Well, I haven't showered today, Steffer, so what's your point? So Okay, uh, Jay, you're up. How do you spend your four hours? Yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about that. Again, as I said before, I think the preference for Magic Kingdom for many people, if if you're only doing a half day, is to go in the evening, afternoon, evening. And I would agree um, because my favorite of any land in any park at any time is Tomorrowland at night. That, That is peak theme park experience to me. Now, that being eliminated, I will say anytime that I attack Magic Kingdom, if I'm making a full day plan, I go left, just like you and Steffers. I always go left and we go clockwise around the park. So we're doing that again. We're going to go left and we're going to rope drop Jungle Cruise Land. And I, I think you're right, because for me, I don't want to I don't want to if you if you hesitate on Jungle Cruise, that line gets too long. And so I'm not going to do it once it gets past like 45 minutes or so. So I'm going right to Jungle Cruise. As soon as I'm off of Jungle Cruise, heading to Pirates. I'm going to do Pirates because I think you could probably do those two things back to back. And maybe you're right about an hour at that point, maybe a little more. And then I'm going to take a little pause. I'm going to go on over to Sleepy Hollow. I'm stealing from both of you, but I'm not getting the Nutella waffle. (laughs) I'm going to get that spicy chicken and waffle because that valid is very, very good. And I need that protein to get keep me going through the and I And I personally, I like the Nutella waffle, but I think like I like the spicy chicken one better. I'm a sweets girl. So that's why. Yeah. As soon as I wrap that up, then I'm going to head on over to the Haunted Mansion and I'm going to enjoy becoming the 1000th happy haunt as I pass away from all of the sodium that I just ingested <laughs> with that <laughs> spicy chicken and waffle. And then I here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep it on that side of the park. I'm going to hop on the Mark Twain riverboat. I'm going to I'm going to take a circle on the Mark Twain and then 
I'm heading out, heading out of the park. I might stop in the Emporium on the way out and buy That's one of those. That's a half a day as a local what? right there. If I've ever what? heard it before no in my kidding. life. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, yep, uh, put in some time. Time to hit the old dust yeah. trail. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mark Twain casual. Casual I got, Mark Twain arrived. I got, not only are you ending your day on the Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah. It's the nice. Mark Twain. It's nice. I like it. If you haven't For done it, you should do it. Y'all are missing out on the Mark Twain riverboat. Listen, I got I ain't got time for I'm the not Mark saying Twain, it's not Justin. nice, but if you have four, four and a half hours, you're gonna give part of it to the Mark Twain. <laughs> and that's how you're ending your day. Well, as Stiffer said, I'm a local. And this is what we do. This is what we do. Actually, it's called the Liberty Bell, isn't it? Um But we all knew what you were talking about. So Yeah. And honestly, if we know what you're talking about, it's fine. It's still disappointing. <laughs> it, it, it can be both. Jay. It can be both. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do think that it's an attract. So I'm trying to not be overly ambitious with my four hours. I feel like you're saying I'm overly. No, I, I'm, I believe that you can do it, Steffers, but I'm also not trying to go all over the park. I'm That's valid, yeah. I'm trying to limit my my steps and keep it sort of compact. So I'm trying to get bang for my buck in terms of what area I'm in. So I'm just going to hop on the Liber- Liberty Bell, enjoy that little uh, boat ride. And then by the time that's done, I mean, I'm about ready to go home and take a nap. Did I tell you I'm old? I need a midday you nap. Old. He worked in nap time in his half day at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> And then I'm going to find me a nice bench in front of Cinderella Castle and just and just catch me some quick Z's. But then I might be first in line for Trader Sam's. So. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. OK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Interesting. Well, I think we're going to have some interesting responses to read. And I say, why don't we start with some of the answers that we got from our Monorail family in the Monday Morning Monorail Fam Facebook group? I posted the question. We got several responses. Thank you so much for those who chimed in. And we're going to try our best to, to hit them. We're going to hit as many as we can. We're going to hit them quick. But thank you so much for answering. If we don't get to you, don't lose faith. Keep participating. We'll get to you on a future question. So I'm going to start with Aurora, who weighed in with the fact that she has two boys that's going with her. So that's going to impact her decisions. She said, I have two boys, 10 and 13. So if we're rope dropping Magic Kingdom, we're probably heading straight to Space Mountain. Respect. I'm sure I'll handle it much better first thing in the morning. It's getting rough riding that one. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Then my youngest would insist on riding the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. After that, I'd be ready for some Joffrey's cold brew and a Cheshire cattail. Mm, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then it's time for Haunted Mansion. And of course, we need to get on Big Thunder Railroad at least once before we think about lunch. I'm getting to the point where after I eat, I need a good hour before getting on Big Thrill. Totally get it, Aurora. <laughs> totally get it. Um, and she also chimed in with this. She said, it was so great to listen to the three of you on today's episode. This was speaking last week. I was so happy to hear Steffers again. The show never fails to bring a smile to my face. So thank you so much for bringing it back. Oh, thank you. Aurora. Aurora is my favorite member of the monorail fam. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Aurora, <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Very sweet. Thanks, um, Aurora. That is nice. Okay. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm taking... 
Brianna, Brianna, because oh, <laughs> I don't we ever got clar- we never got clarification on the pronunciation. No, we didn't get clarification. I we was did? right until uh, uh, until you came and mucked it all. She up said that, Landon that, was right. That's from Banana herself. <laughs> okay, wait, which one is it? Brianna, Brianna, Brianna. 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 Okay, Brianna. listen, no one tagged me in this clarification, but I'm going to take her response. Uh, she's going to rope drop Thunder Mountain. Okay, respect, because mm-hmm. me. Pick up a Sleepy Hollow waffle. Controversially, not Nutella since I'm allergic, but the strawberries and that sugary mm-hmm. sauce are so good. Mm-hmm. Respect. I mean, a yeah. lot of people are allergic to Nutella. On the way to Tomorrowland, hit Space, People Mover, and Progress, and finish with Haunted Mansion. Ooh. You'd have to be walking fast. Ooh. These little yeah. legs can move. I, I mean, say this is... Well, wow. okay. I mean, you That's all ambitious. going back and forth across the park. All right. Okay. That's ambitious. I- but, but I, mean, I, I, I respect that. Brianna. My order plan. was slightly different, yeah. but like I respect it. Pretty similar. Yeah. We love to hear it. Brianna is my favorite member of the Monroe family with uh, with her ambitious plans. Well, I'm going to get in here with uh, uh, Katrina. How about that? Do it. Uh, uh, I'm rope dropping Jungle Cruise. Smart choice because find those puns hilarious every time. Then knocking out Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and Big Thunder Railroad. I'm noticing a trend here. Me and yeah. Katrina on the same page. Then to Sleepy Hollow for... Like Jay said, that sweet and spicy chicken waffle yeah. sandwich. Honestly, never had it, but it sounds amazing. I'm eating some uh, somewhere on the lawn near the castle so I can people watch. Then, my smart smart girl, my Tron <laughs> virtual queue is called. And then voila, my morning at the Magic Castle. Well done, Katrina. Yeah. She goes on to say, love the podcast. I'm a new listener. Started a couple weeks ago on your return back episode. I found you guys after listening to uh, Justin Monorail on the Main Street Magic podcast. I'm so excited to be part of the Monorail family. Thanks for the awesome podcast. No, thank you, Katrina, because uh, you are my favorite member of the Monorail family. Wow. I'm feeling the love today. I'm literally yeah, right? crying. I hope everyone knows that <laughs> tears are actually in my eyes. Anyway, yep. continue. The waterworks have begun, and I feel like I'm on Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. Um, <laughs> all right. Very good. So I'm going to jump down to Steve. He said, I am rope dropping the Jungle Cruise because, duh, dad jokes. Then shiver me timbers on pirates. Swing on over to hang on to my hat and glasses on Big Thunder. Wait. Why am I wearing more than one hat? Then it's off to the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> then it's off to the Haunted okay, Mansion to pick up an orange cream soft serve from Sunshine Tree Terrace on my way to Tomorrowland to chill on the People Mover and people watch the rest of the morning. Solid. Solid. I love day. that, Steve. That's I true. love Man. Steve's response. Steve, wow. my favorite member of the Monorail fam. That is, that is a, that's a hell of a plan, Steve. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Who's up next? Chuck. Keep it- oh, Chuck, all right, go for it, Steffers. I was going to keep it a Chuck. Um, first of all, we do MK at night. <laughs> popular yep. popular opinion here. Love MK at night, but if we were rope dropping, it would likely look like this. Rope dropping Space Mountain. Hopefully have an early time for Tron next. These people thinking about Tron, I really respect I respect yeah. the They efficiency. put some thought into this, unlike <laughs> us three. <laughs> Haunted Mansion would be next. Spring Rolls. Oh. This is the first time we've heard the spring rolls. Yep. Maybe Casey's an Emporium on the way out. I'm That's wondering first. Well, well, Jay, you, you you thought you might stop on the Emporium on if there's time after I ride the Liberty the boat on your way to a nap. <laughs> <sighs> That's an all time classic answer. Come on, I did great. <laughs> 
It's a something answer. I'll give you that. I want to know from Chuck what his uh, favorite spring rolls are. I think he may have told us this in another thread, but just curious, Chuck, let us know. Um, Well, we got some new listeners, obviously, so uh, Chuck needs to drop some knowledge on us. Yeah. Boom. And then uh, keeping it, uh, well, another fan of the naps. Let's go with uh, Melanie. uh, (laughs) Pirates, Starbucks, nap in the hub grass, finish with corn dog nuggets. Now, I do have to ask Melanie, uh, plastic cheese or no with the corn dog nugs? Mm. I'm I'm pro plastic cheese on the side for some dipping action because that stuff. Top notch for me. Uh, good answer from uh, Melanie, who is my favorite member. Of the and, and she went Nutella waffle, which is interesting. So we should be keeping a tally uh, which waffles we're getting because this is a lot of waffle shout outs. On There's some waffle love with the Monterey <laughs> family. Yeah, and it's two. I think it's two Nutella. If we include your spicy chicken, then that's two chicken. And then we have like a plain strawberry. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because bananas allergic to Nutella. Well, this one is okay. going to. Did we get consent to? Call her banana. She's fine. She did sign uh, sign her post as banana. (laughs) She did. Um, She'll always be banana in my heart. Well, we're going to ring another waffle up on the scoreboard here with Rachel's answer. She said, I am rope dropping Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Is that the first mention we've had? Yep. Yes. Seven Dwarves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Eating a Nutella fruit waffle from Sleepy Hollow, riding Haunted Mansion, Pirates, and ending with shopping on Main Street and eating at Casey's Corner because I can't go to MK without Sleepy Hollow and Casey's. Respect. Respect. I mean, yeah, for sure. (laughs) 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah. You got to hit the classics. So that's great. Yeah. First first mention of Seven Dwarves. But again, that's another one that I would say if you're going to do it. First thing in the morning is the way to do it. First thing. Or during fireworks. One of the two. Well, that's since we can't stay for fireworks unless they do it at like, you know, 1145 in the morning. Counterproductive. (laughs) That's what Disney should start doing. Just middle of the day fireworks displays. Just confuse and scare the crap out of everybody. Well, you know, they sort of do that when they do the castle shows in the middle of the day because there'll be like a big burst of fireworks. And they always scare the living bejesus out of me every time it happens. (laughs) It's like, what is going on? We're under attack. Yeah. So Universal is is, is invading. (laughs) Universal. They're they're firing the first shots. Yep. Always. Um, Shamu is pissed. He's here to take Cinderella Castle. (laughs) Shamu. With freaking laser beams attached to his head. Um, oh, we almost got a spit take. <laughs> all right. Well, those were the the responses we got in the Monday Morning Monorail fam on Facebook. But we also got some responses on X. If you follow us on X, we're at Morning just, Monorail. Just, just call it Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> but I also think it's funny to say we're on X. So. <laughs> okay, touche. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We do have a lot of responses. Y'all really like your days at Magic Kingdom, is what I'm gathering. Oh yes, yeah. and they're passionate about it. They are, and I love, I love the passion. And I'm going to start with someone who I know has a lot of passion in his soul, and that's Skipper Bob. And he said, Skipper Bob, if it's a day where there's a hard ticket event later, you can knock nearly every e-ticket ride by lunch. But a normal that's day, a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, solid strategy. A normal day, people mover. Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder, and then launch launch at Columbia Harbor House. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know we're launching into launch <laughs> those rockets at Columbia Harbor House. So that's that's solid. I and now I need to know what your order is at Columbia Harbor House. So you all just it, it opens all these questions for me when I see you say something like that. 
But yeah, that's solid. Um, I like that. By the way, Skipper Bob, my favorite mover of the Monterey. I like rope dropping people mover. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, I did. I did not have that on. My, being completely honest, yeah. but hey, y'all do you? Because yeah. I mean, people mover is a uh, pretty awesome. So yeah, you're pretty awesome. Oh, thanks, buddy. You too. Mm. Who else is awesome? You know uh, who is awesome? Who's awesome? The person Go. that you, you you better be doing next, Steffers. You're doing it. It's your okay. turn. It is. Sure. Okay. We're, we're going out of order. <laughs> Donna. Donna is awesome. Uh, Donna says, okay, hi. Uh, I would go on People Mover, Carousel of Progress, Haunted Mansion. This is another first. Country Bear Jamboree, or as I like to pronounce it, Jamboree. It's more fun <laughs> to say it that way. Uh, the Tiki Room, another first. And then Pirates of the Caribbean. Just get a quick snack of a frozen banana. Love the show. Glad you're back. Thank you. No, thank you, Donna. You're my favorite member of the Monorail family. Donna also has a very auspicious day planned <laughs> in the Magic Kingdom. I love that. Like, like go big. I At do, least you don't have a nap plan like some people. Hey, you got to prioritize Allison. the energy. Um, Country Bear Jamboree is a funny thing to say, and I want to call it that, too. But um, getting the Tiki Room and Country Bear Jamboree in your half day is... That's, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's a chunk of time. And she's doing Carousel of Progress. So also another chunk of time. Yeah, it would have been On interesting. Opposite ends of the park, too. I'm willing to bet that she with this agenda, I bet she would have had time to also do Mickey's Philhar Magic. And then you've done all the shows in the half day. That would have been. Oh, she would have to at that. point. Yeah. Squeeze it in. Squeeze it in. Uh-huh. Donna, when Plus, you come. Magic awesome. When you come back to the East Coast. Cram that into the schedule. You'll you'll be happy because they got the new scene you can watch. The oh, Coco the, scene. From Coco, it's so good. Yeah, there you go. It is so good. All right, Steffers, who have you got? Who have I got? Uh, I'll do Tombstone Josh. Hey. Haven't haven't talked about Josh in a while. Uh, he says, oh boy. Oh, boy. That's a good start. <laughs> I'm not saying I like that. Uh, pirates. <laughs> Pirates, Big Thunder, Haunted Mansion, Eat at Casey's, Monsters, Whoa. Inc., Laugh Floor. I think that's the first. And yeah, then Tron. Okay. Josh Solid. also planning for Tron. A Tron. How did how did the three of us just... I have... thought about it, but I'm a creature of habit. So. Okay. All right. Totally forgot I about... I haven't been on it yet, so I don't want to like... Well, solidify it into my day my problem was i was thinking you can't guarantee that you'd get the timing you need for tron yeah. so yeah that's true yeah that, and that, also you were you were trying to keep yourself from bouncing from one side <laughs> of the park to the other and make sure i had time for old man nap. legs <laughs> so you can take a nap exactly you would just like fall asleep like right there in front of the uh the um, merry-go-round or whatever <laughs> i like i like this new persona that i'm adopting that I'm- <laughs> Because you planned for a nap going to freaking Walt Disney World. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Zoe just attacked me. <laughs> I need to move at a slower oh pace these days. He's like, hey, guys, don't you be making fun of Justin Monorail. That's the Zoe voice, by the way. Somebody, somebody's got to be the, the dad around here. My favorite ride is the, is the park bench. Um, yep, exactly. <laughs> Oh, look, a bench. Let's ride that. Yeah. All right. I know somebody who would disagree with me about the best ride being the park bench, and that is Dr. Jacqueline, Pixie Dust PhD, at Pixie Dust PhD on Twitter. She says, meet Mirabelle, ride Tron, group four, fastest finger. I mean, she's planning. (laughs) That's okay. 
hike over to Haunted Mansion, grab a Dole Whip pineapple upside down cake. Ride Big Thunder, take in some vibes, Dapper Dan's Castle Stage Show, which will scare the crap out of Justin when the fireworks go off, whatever's around, take some pics and bounce, shop at Grand Floridian, and grab lunch along the monorail. Hey. Oh, my God. I like that. I like that. Extending the plans by uh, doing a little resort hopping is that that's solid. That's good. Yeah. Good job. Party with Dr. Jacqueline. That's an awesome day. Dr. Jacqueline, my favorite member of the monorail. If you know Dr. Jacqueline, she is a planner. And let me just tell you, she and her partner, Adam, just came down here. They were here for like 14 days. She sent me, I think, three different versions of the agenda that she had for every day that she was here. And they were timed to the hour of where she would be and when. So I'm just telling you that I respect that. That, that is awesome. a, that's a planner right there. She knows what's up. Man, I thought you were meticulous. She she makes you look like some amateur hour stuff, dude. I know. I know. I got to step up my game. All right, Landon, who you got next? How about our friend uh, Lewis at uh, Disney Pick-A-Day? Yeah. I will pre- I will pretend that there's no waiting because I wrote her up. Honestly, that's, that's the, the idea. That's that, that that's a good mindset to have with this experiment. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of us are pretending that there's no waiting. But uh, he goes on to say, Space Mountain. Um, while I'm at it, there isn't a two mile walk of Space Mountain. Okay, now, now <laughs> he's got two more two rides um, on Space Mountain. <laughs> um, then he says, Space Mountain. Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, then Big Thunder, Pirates, Jungle Cruise. Then he says, probably lunchtime by then. Buddy, I think it was probably lunchtime uh, by the time you got to Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But auspicious. Well, auspicious. You can probably get in two ri- at least two rides on Space Mountain if you rope drop it. Yeah. Well, if you if, if, in, in his scenario, he rope dropped it and he got three rides out of Space Mountain before. And because he is cutting out the walk, the exit walk, too. Yeah, I was about to say, like, and he's like planning ahead. You know what I'm saying? He's playing fast and loose with the rules, guys. He's doing some uh, (laughs) he's doing some Doctor Strange, like time and space bending. Uh, Or or, or Doctor Who uh, uh, timey wimey uh, stuff. That's right. Wibbly wobbly. Uh, uh, Lewis is my favorite member of the monorail because he's playing by his own rules. And I respect that. Well, in my experience, that'll get you a one-way trip to the penalty box. But I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lewis oh, go. Oh, are on we this bringing one. it back? Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Hey, uh, Wait, I, I I put you in the penalty box last. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, because because you were you, 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 you were being a a a, a smart Alec. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I uh, on was. fast fast fast. Okay, we've been recording too long. Okay, so when we kicked the show off with me choking to death and Landon just had a stroke. <laughs> Steffers, what's uh-huh. your trick going to be? Steffers, look out. <laughs> I'm hungover and I haven't had any sleep. I think I'm already tortured enough. <laughs> well, Thank that. you. Fair. But I'll pass. All right. Fair enough. But who are you going to pick to read the response for? Oh, Rick. I already had it in my head. I, want, I haven't uh, okay. heard about uh, Rick. Uh, from Tall Guy Talks Travel. Honestly, if I'm leaving at that time, I'm not eating there. Smart, honestly, I probably wouldn't either. I am, except for that waffle. I am riding Thunder, Mansion, and the People Mover. Maybe the Liberty Bell. There you go. Another vote for the Liberty Bell. <laughs> it's back. Unbelievable. Of course, I'm calling it the Mark way. Twain for some wow. reason. Because I'm 100, well, okay. I'm 100 I years old. I seconded it because I was thinking of a Disney game I play. But uh, Rick is also a local. 
local last time I checked. So yeah, he lives. Like he lives in answer. He lives in like the Tampa area, so it's a little and bit. And he of a also drive. said maybe, so he's not committed to it. <laughs> but it was on <laughs> his mind, so it counts. Well, I don't know. Maybe's maybe's kind of in the gray area. So <laughs> so let's not put it on the scoreboard. All right, all right. Well, I am. <laughs> um, Rick's my favorite mirror of the Bonner of him. Okay, I'm going to read the response from Pharmacy Doula with Boring Shoes. <laughs> uh, I love the name. Yeah, it's good. Now I'm they just said, say that is my favorite member of the monorail. <laughs> so, I, I don't think I could pronounce that. So there you go. If I rope drop, which I hardly do anymore, Buzz, a rope drop for Buzz. That's a first. Wow. People right. mover, Nutella waffle, put it on the scoreboard, Pirates of the Caribbean. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Haunted Mansion, and then Window Shop, and then Lunch One-ish at Steakhouse 71. Ooh. Very solid. Good. Yeah. Ooh. Solid plan. Now, that is a strong closing. I love that. I think you could probably do this, because you'd you'd walk right on to Buzz, People Mover you'd walk on, Nutella Waffle, let's say you eat it in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. I think, yeah, I think you're solid mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's that's very doable. That, yeah. is, that is a strong, strong plan uh, right there. Uh, I'm going to go with Drew, who says... He did this a few weeks mm. ago, so apparently this is a doable plan. We did Peter Pan. That's our that's our oh, first for yeah. Peter Pan. Uh, oh, here we go. Mind Train, Individual Lightning Lane. Ah. Uh, small, <clears throat> excuse me, Small World, another first. Yep. Uh, Carousel of Progress, Winnie the Pooh, Aladdin, Jungle Cruise, Pirates, Buzz, and Tron with individual lightning lane. And he said it was all, all done, done by, by 1 p.m. Now, wow. Drew did use yeah. lightning lanes twice, yeah. but everything we've said up until Drew has all been hypothetical. Drew did, did it. the dang thing. So, well, and if you, you look at it, skin in the game to get it accomplished. But yeah, and if Drew you look at it, so. Peter Pan rope drop. So, you know, that's, that's eliminating that, that's a typically, a a typically a long move. line, right? Uh, mine train individual lightning lane. There still probably was a weight there because by the time you did it, um, there, you know, it would have backed up a little bit, but small world probably walked on carousel, Winnie the Pooh, the Aladdin, which is interesting. The magic carpets, jungle cruise and pirates would have been where it holds you up, but still all done by one. I mean, that's impressive. That's very good mm-hmm. job. Very good job. Yeah, that is that is a very good day in the magic kingdom. Yeah. Solid. Drew. Got all that done by one. Nicely done. Drew. You are my favorite. Yep. Steffers, your turn. Willow, mm-hmm. one, two, one, three. Mm-hmm. I was going to say 12, 13, but I wanted to do one, two, one, three. With kids, question mark, Fantasyland Classics, Peter Pan, Small World, Pooh, Teacups, Ariel, Barnstormer, and Dumbo. Should be able to knock them all out quickly. Wow. Honestly, if you do the round. Yeah. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you start with Peter Pan and Small World and round it out. I'll be honest. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can take care of that. And that's. And, and also got a couple first there. Several in uh, teacups and barnstormer and, and Ariel. Ariel as well. That's that's three firsts. and Dumbo. And Dumbo, and Dumbo as well. Yeah, Willow doing the dang thing. That's, that's actually a pretty solid day. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun day with the kids. It would. Yeah. If you could somehow squeeze in the carousel, that'd be nice. I think you probably could. Um. All right. That. Is it my turn again? Okay. It is your turn, yes. All right, we're going to we're going to hop to Sabra this time and sh- I think I say it wrong. I think she says Sabra. Can you we need another pronunciation guide, uh Sabra. <laughs> okay. Steffers, do you want to weigh in here? 
I found no. I found the <laughs> comment from Banana, and I my life is complete, and okay. I'm good. We're okay, I'm happy. All right. <laughs> all right. So she's gonna go straight to Pirates of the Caribbean, then Big Thunder Mountain. Then I'm headed for some lunch at at Pe- Pecos Bill. Um, if I've time, if if she's still got time, she's gonna stop at the Emporium for look for to look for new Goofy mugs. I think you would. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you got plenty of time. So just getting into attractions, I think that's the attraction low. Um, and but she's more interested in shopping at a little Pecos Bill. That's fine. That's how you spend yeah. your day. We got one that left, like Landon, and you get the honors. Oh, we do. As I put away my app. Oh, do you want me to read I'll it? Do, no, it's okay. I can yeah, do the last one. Yeah, go, yeah, go for it, Steffers. Uh, the last one is from Chase Norris at Jurassic Chase. Uh, Tron, Space Mountain, Pirates, and maybe Jungle. No shopping, no food. <laughs> okay. Well, respect go, going after those attractions. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, same. The, the Tron like is it. the Tron is the variable there. Uh, but, but aside from that, then I think you're, you're all right. I, I actually think like, even if you just went with four headliners, I think you could do it in the morning. Right. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that seems doable. Yeah, I agree. As long as it's not seven dwarves or Peter Pan, you throw those in and then you're yeah, that that's that's going to uh, gum up the works. Change, so changing the game, changing the game. Yeah, but that was fun. Thanks, everybody, for responding and, and interacting with us on this question this week. Um, By the way, Chase and Saber are my favorite members of the Monroe family. Yeah. I want to leave them out. Yeah. <laughs> Landon, you will not be with us next week, so I'm not going to throw out a question or an interactive thing this week. So Steffers and I, I've got some like uh, in-park audio stuff I need to drop so we can we can fill some time with that. And Steffers and I will just chat about some universal stuff since you won't be. Okay, around. that sounds good. And 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 I'm I'm sorry I'm not going to be here next week. But uh, me and the Smokinot, we're going to be in Walt Disney World. So you know <laughs> it's uh, it's a bummer I'm not going to be here. But oh, you sound uh, so sad, so heartbroken. You're going to be in Disney World. Oh, boohoo. Mm. Uh, however, will I survive? Uh, yeah, I know. yeah. We record on Sundays, and I'm thinking Sunday, one week from today. I think that's my Hollywood studio. Yep, that's my Hollywood studio day. So uh, hopefully, Hope you this have time, a great time. Oh, oh, me and me and the smoking hot girlfriend, we are looking the hell forward to this trip. Yeah, we are. We're. We're doing it up big, and we're gonna try and not kill ourselves and uh, oh, yeah. ourselves ragged like we always. Do. You so always we'll, do it. We'll you always yep. do it. So I'll be- uh-huh. I'll believe that you guys will slow down and take it easy when I see it because I haven't seen it yet. We actually planned some breaks, like like we have reserve days built in, and and we have a Disney Spring Day built in. So we're not going hardcore in the parks like we always do. Okay. We're keeping it. We're keeping it exclusive to the Walt Disney World Resort. Sorry, Universal and Staffers. The, uh, it, we're, we're, we're not going to try and murder ourselves. Like yeah, we always please do, don't. So. Please. And hey, two things. Sunscreen and hydrate. Don't forget it. It's November. I don't need sunscreen. No, yes, well. you do. You will burn. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I I, I always have the aloe act in my Disney go bag. So. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And then when you get back, we'll be able to get a trip report. So that'll be fun, too. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we got our uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party <laughs> night. So uh, hopefully, I can y'all some inside uh, information on that one. Oh, uh, that'll be great! I can try some of those tasty treats as well. Absolutely, we'll get an exclusive report from Very Merry. That'll be exciting. 
Um, well, if people want to follow along on your adventures, Landon, where should they find you on the social media? Uh, I'm not going to plug my website. How about this? I'm going to plug my other Twitter account at Does Does Disney. Yes, even though the podcast has morphed into uh, the return of the Monday Morning Monorail, that Twitter account is still up and running. And honestly, that's that's where I might be posting most of what I'm doing on said trip down to Walt Disney World. So if you want to follow along, get in on the fun and uh, see what shenanigans me and the smoking hot girlfriend are getting down into the house of the mouse. Follow me there at Does Does Disney as well. That's D O Z D O E. Yes, and y'all know how to spell Disney. I also appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available on the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. But again, I'm only going to be on the show Monday and Tuesday this week because, once again, I'm going to Disney World, y'all. And then I'm, I'm like gone for a week and a half. So, you know, I mean, I guess you could keep listening to Phil if you want to. But nah. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not there, what's the point? If we're being completely honest. <laughs> that I'm is... sure that won't be brought up on my uh, next uh, review. So. <laughs> hey, you're you're we, we all know who people come to hear the talent and you're the talent. So, well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But um, um thanks for listening to the monorail and I'll uh, I'll, I'll talk to you all in a couple weeks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Have a safe trip. Thanks, I appreciate it. Hopefully, hopefully we can find time to uh, to to hang out. Yeah, because uh, Mister Local. Hopefully, you can uh, work uh, work me in on your calendar when you're uh, naps after riding big <laughs> boats in the Magic Kingdom. I'll try, but my nap okay. schedule's right. pretty full. Steffers. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> Steffers, How about you? Where where can people find you on the internet? On the internet. Well, you could probably find me a few places, but I will stick to the appropriate ones. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at I'm joking. It was a joke. At Adventures with Steffers. Um and then on Twitter X, whatever we're calling it, it's it's Steffers with two S's. It's and then Steffers. And then um maybe maybe you'll, you know, see some new stuff coming from me here. Oh, I Soon. love it. I love the teaser. Wink. Cough. Yeah. Cough, <clears throat> cough. Psst, psst, psst. Keep your ear to the social medias because Steffers might, might, there might be something pop up on there. Right? Just maybe. Maybe. If, if the timing's right and I, you know, people have no lives. Okay. <laughs> That's exciting. And by people, I mean these two right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I enjoy having you be part of the monorail steffers and I enjoy having you be part of the monorail Landon and I enjoy all of you for listening to the Monday morning monorail podcast. Thank you so much for coming back here once again this week. Please, please, please tell your friends, invite more people onto the monorail because the bigger, the better. And I love having the biggest monorail family we can possibly have. Thank you all again so much for participating in the social media questions. Look forward to more of that. And next week, Steffers and I will be back right here with more Monday Morning Monorail. We are on social media at Morning Monorail. And also, if you want to follow my personal accounts, I'm Justin underscore Monorail on all the things. Whether I see you there or whether we see you here next week, I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. And until then, thank a cast member, thank a team member, be excellent to each other in general. And party on, dudes. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Slam!